Let me start here. You released a statement and uh, shortly after a media briefing by the minister in the presidency responsible uh, for women, that's uh, Minister Batabile Lamini in Port Elizabeth earlier this week. Now, what mm-hmm. exactly about her statement propelled you to respond in the manner in which you have? Okay, first of all, uh, the reason why we responded that way is um, the media speaking itself. We were expecting, and I think many Africans were expecting, that the minister of the Department of Women in the presidency would actually be addressing the issue of gender-based violence. But instead, what we saw um, was ANC Women's League. It, it seemed really like it was just a, 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 a an electioneering parade. Um, just as we are reminded that um, Cyril is the president of, 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 of all of us, I mean, we were called out about also not, um, you know, targeting the ANC. We're expecting somebody who is in government, right, not only to look at organizations because of affiliation, but to address us all as Africans. They may say that there were um, civil society movements present, but it really seems like a all ANC thing. And this Omodoso trial, it's been a year, six months since this thing has actually started. And only now, you know, somehow in 2018, just before 2019, they are showing up in full force. Um, this trial has been going on since last year, and some of us in total shutdown, including myself specifically, were there from the beginning, the day that man was arrested protesting for survivors. So, you know, it's really, it really seems like they, 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 they advocacy for women and survivors and is really seasonal and selective. And I mean, one of the young women's desk women also came out to say um, on, on one interview that now, as the ANC Women's League, they have now chosen to actually stand by survivors. For the past 24 democratic years, for example, where have they been standing then if it's only now that they are coming out? So, you know, they're very contradictory in their statements as well. And even though we had, we had um, some of um, uh, our teammates in PE who were on the ground that day, and even other political parties took out statements that were on the ground saying that, can they not, can the governing party not make this thing about themselves? So we have had our ear on the ground. We have had our teammates on the ground watching this happening. So not only is it the 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 the, um, the briefing of of the minister, but just generally what they have done with the whole with the whole pain of of these women. They decided to just come out and speak out loudly. All of a sudden, mm. just now, Louisa, I don't know if you've seen the statement that was released by Minister Batabile Lamini, but she goes on to say that um, on behalf of government, uh, the minister was supported by members of civil society, faith-based sector, and other private uh, sector, academic, feminist, all other stakeholders. And uh, I, I want mm-hmm. to quote from that statement. It reads: "The minister lends her support and concurrence with the statement that we are in a state of national crisis." when it comes to gender-based violence and that requires coherent messaging from government and all stakeholders, unquote. So Mm -hmm. do you not agree with that sentiment? We absolutely do agree, 100%. Even at the total shutdown as a movement, ours was a call to unite 
all women. That's why we are called an intersectional women's movement and GNC folk, because we want to leave no woman behind, regardless of how high your walls are or how leaky your shack are. We are intersectional in that sense. But what we will not stand for, is, even if it was the EFF governing or anybody, is, is, is that any political party who will actually use the pain of the women of this country, the pain of survivors, um, to, to actually gain political um, points. If you're going to be um, advocating on gender-based violence, be consistent in what you're saying. Now, um, especially the governing party, they are governing. We have to look at them because they are the ones who have the power to influence policies that we are calling to be, to be, to be, to be reviewed and, and, and be changed and amended. So we have to look at them. We have to scrutinize them. It's not that we are actually just choosing them out of all political parties. Um, and, and we have to actually call them out as a people. So um, we acknowledge that we are 100% agreeing with the, with, with, the, uh, with the minister when it comes to that. But we will not be quiet when political parties choose to use gender-based violence as an electioneering uh, a, a weapon or, or, mm. brownie, or to gain political brownie points. It's not going to happen. This is our pain. This is our... We are literally fighting for our lives when we stand our ground against patriarchy, against abusers and rapists. Uh, we are feminists, we are womanists, and, and, and we can never fight other women, but we have a right. And, to be, and we need to be genuine and honest with one another and call each other out when we are going out of line. And we have a right as the masses as well to call our government when they're out of line. Loiso, you also mentioned that uh, there's been a blurring of lines between party and state. Can you kindly elaborate on that? In the sense that um, if, if that, if that uh, um, press briefing, first of all, was for everybody, where were the other political parties? Yes, we saw the UDM there because the UDM is the mayor of PE, but where were other various um, um, political parties? The EFF was there outside pr- uh, protesting. There were other organizations out there protesting, but where was it? It was mainly, um, I mean, outside there was the huge van with the speakers of ANC, there was uh, a huge banner of the ANC, so if they are saying that, um, you know, it's, only, it's, the, it's the minister of, 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 women's, of, of the Department of Women in the presidency that is coming to make a statement, couldn't she have sat there as a minister, solely as a minister, with civil society movements around her to make the statement with the civil society movements? It, it really, I mean, like if anybody wants to say that we are being petty about this, it's fine. But we, we know what we think, and everybody says it, but then we're going to call it out for what it is. And All also, right. um, just a final one, uh, Loiso. So uh, what do you think uh, can be done to find a way uh, between um, all the civil society and other stakeholders, other actors in this particular instance? How can everybody along with government work together uh, so that this cause can actually be strengthened? First of all, can we just be genuine? Can we simply be genuine about fighting against gender-based violence? Can it not be any, anybody trying to get to gain any spotlight? Can it just be a genuine cause? Um, um, we cannot continue to piecemeal our response to gender-based violence. It, it's, a natu- it's, a, it's a national crisis um, that keeps getting worse. 
and it requires a well-coordinated response from government and other key stakeholders, um, accountability at the highest levels of office and resources from, from government, as well as um, a firm dedication to enforce existing laws and continue to develop uh, and advance new and pending laws and policies. These are part of the 24 demands that we have actually given to the president, and it, it, it all comes together at the gender summit. So even the gender summit itself, it, it's us saying as movements of civil society that can we not have government only having discussions by themselves and us having discussions by ourselves? Can we come together? Because the reality of the matter is that civil society is actually the one that's doing the biggest job that, that government is supposed to be doing when it comes to GBV.